Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells, and we're having just another great day today. I hope that you've been enjoying as we've been going back and forth through the Hebrew Living Letters. Even though I'm not touching that today, they seem to show up everywhere and in every way. You know, today I want to go into talking about going into the mountain of the Lord that Yahweh has for you today. Because this is a great and wonderful place. I want to go to the Word And I want to go to um, Revelations, one of my favorite books, and um, chapter 21. And I want to begin to touch on uh, what Yahweh is saying to the church, what Yahweh is saying to us. And even though I know at the time that the writer was writing this, was saying, yes, in the future, this shall be. And I'm sure some of these things are far in the future. I'm not one trying to rewrite the word. But on the same hand, I understand that we have the passage through Yeshua the Christ. We have the lack of better way of explaining it, the secret code to go into the future in the spirit realm and experience it today, to go into what Yahweh has offered and to uh, obtain it for ourselves. Um, well, let's go into this word. And I just, I, I love this chapter. Every every part of this chapter um, is kind of like this in verse six. He says, then he said to me, it has been accomplished for I am the Aleph and the Tav. The beginning and the end, I will give water to all who are thirsty as my gracious gift. They will continuously drink from the fountain of living waters. The conquering ones will inherit these gifts from me, and I will continue to be their God, and they shall continue to be my children. Hallelujah. Listen, I love this. Even like when it starts out, he says, For I am the Aleph and the Tav. And even though in English we'll say in the beginning and the end, but if, when you know about the Hebrew living letters, you understand the Aleph and the Tav isn't quite the only meaning is beginning like, you know, like a start and a stop, like a beginning and an end. It's a continuation. It's of the glory. And what Yahweh's doing, he's saying, listen, I have won. You have won. We are victorious. Yahweh is victorious. Um, I love this. Let me go to verse 5, all right? I know I'm jumping around this chapter, but this chapter really excites me. All the book of Revelation excites me, but really all the book of the Bible excites me. Uh, Everything that Yahweh speaks excites me because it's a springboard for what he's saying today. What I love about Yahweh is he's still speaking and he wants to take the word and enhance it and show you the revelation more and more every day. So what you read 10 years ago doesn't have to be the revelation that you knew 10 years ago because you've grown and Yahweh can peel back some of the covering of it and say, listen, this is what I have for you. Verse 5, and God enthroned spoke to me. I I love this. Every time I I see this in my brain, when you hear this, God enthroned, I see the majestic one sitting on the throne as the bench of three of Elohim and Yahweh, Yeshua the Christ, the Lamb, and Orach Kadesh, the Holy Spirit, just sitting in an enthroned situation of his own glory. I love to be in the glory of Yahweh. You are meant to be sitting in the glory 
glory of Yahweh. You are meant to be called to go before the bench of three and settle yourself in and Elohim, Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, his blood covenant, and the Holy Spirit. What an awesome time that we have to live in, that we don't have to wait until we're dead in the physical. We don't have to wait to a coming of Christ. We don't have to wait for something like that. We know that these things are incredible and our blessed hopes. And hey, listen, I pass on sin out of here. I'm in the presence of my Father in a greater way than I've ever been here. But on the same hand, I have him available now. That's the key. And God enthroned spoke to me. Think about this. John the Baptist. John the Baptist. Well, John the Baptist heard from God too, but this is John the Revelator. John the Revelator heard from Yahweh. He said, Yahweh enthroned. He saw Yahweh enthroned on the throne. He said, He spoke to me. And consider that I am making everything to be new and fresh. Oh, Yahweh's making everything new and fresh. The problem is, we look at life. Right, and we look at the now and we look at the past, we hope for a future where Yahweh's already seen the Aleph to the Tav, the beginning of a situation to an end of the situation and to the new beginning of it. And here he is saying, I will make everything new. He can do this today in your life. I will make everything new. Right down at once, I've told you because. Each word that I say is trustworthy and dependable. Yahweh's saying whatever he says is trustworthy and whatever he says that it's dependable. Listen, I, I, I love Yahweh. Uh, he is so awesome. Let me read this. I, I want to go back up to verse 1. of, uh, And I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. Um, then in a vision I saw a new heaven and a new earth. The first heaven and earth have passed away, and the sea no longer exists. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, descending out of the heavenly realm from the presence of God, like a pleasing bride that had been prepared for a husband, adorned for her wedding. And I heard a thunderous voice from the throne saying, Look, Yahweh's tabernacle is with human beings. And now from on will the tabernacle, he will tabernacle with them as their God. Now God himself will have his home with them. I mean, come on, this is what God has been doing all along since Yeshua the Christ. He has come to tabernacle with us. If you read this, it says, I saw a new heaven and new earth for the first heaven and earth had been passed away and the sea was no longer. I saw a holy city, the new Jerusalem descending out of the heavenly realm from the presence of God. God, like a pleasing bride that has been prepared for her husband, adorned for her wedding. And I heard a thunderous voice from the heavens saying, look, God's tabernacle is with man. He's dwelling inside of man and with man. This isn't, listen, this is now. Say, this is now. I understand the pictorial picture that he was seeing was a vision of the future, but this is available now. Uh, You go on, it says, God with them and will be their God. He will wipe away their tear from every one of their eyes. And I love this part. And eliminate death entirely. Ka'e alam. He's teaching us how to walk in the supernatural life of the light of the Christ Yeshua. That we will eliminate death. Because the death, the real death, the earthly death, 
of sin has already been eliminated. Don't you understand that? And I understand we have to learn about the eliminate the physical death, and that's the last thing to be dethroned will be physical death. But he says, and eliminated death entirely. So it says entirely because there's a portion of death that's already been eliminated. Sin is death. Unrighteousness is death. Um, not knowing Yahweh's death, but once you receive Yeshua the Christ and be born again, born from above, you are now have eliminated death in your spirit. So death has been eliminated. No no one will moan and weep any longer, for the pains and the wounds will no longer exist, for the older order has ceased. And God enthroned spoke this to me, and consider I am making everything to be new and fresh. I love this. Yahweh is speaking and saying, I've made everything new. Uh, I love this. Go to verse 10. He says, um, Come, I will show you the beautiful bride, the wife of the Lamb. He carried me away into the rim of the Spirit, to the top of a great high mountain. And there he showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. It was infused with the glory of God, and its radiance was like that of a very rare jewel, like a jasper, a clear as crystal. It had massive high walls with twelve gates, each gate having an angel. Each gate had upon it name written one of the tribes of the twelve of Israel. Three gates to the east, three gates to the north, three gates to the south, three gates to the west. The city wall had twelve foundations, and on them were the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. Come on, church. The city was pure gold, clear as crystal, and its walls was made of jasper. The twelve foundations of the walls were adorned of every kind of precious stone. Then it goes in to explain the different precious stones. And then it says in verse 22, I saw no temple in the city, for the temple is the Lord God, the Almighty and the Lamb. Oh, I love this. The city had no need for sun or the moon to shine, for the glory of Yahweh is his light and its lamp is the Lamb. The people, that's us, will walk by that light and the kings of the earth will bring its wealth into it. Its gates will never be shut by day or by night, standing open because there will be no night. People will bring the glory and the wealth of the nations to it. I love this. Then it says, evil will not enter in, nor anyone who does anything deceitful, but only those, here you go, folks, this is our glory, only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. And our name is in the Lamb's book of life. Rejoice, for we can go into Zion today through the door, Christ Jesus. Well, I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.